0: Hi everyone, I'm Lisa, and I'm Nick, and you're listening to It Takes Two, the podcast where two people take two movies with the same plot or premise and watch and discuss them.
1: And once again, it's Hallmark Christmas time, and we watched A Gingerbread Romance and The Sweetest Christmas.
0: Yes, we did. Um, I expect you have a lot you want to say about these movies, so I'm going to start off by giving a summary of a movie, and you can tell me which movie it is, all right? So it's a film about a woman in her late 30s who is played by a former TV child star working at a property development firm who, and she must enlist the help of a handsome single dad to win a gingerbread making competition in order to get her dream job. Uh, she's also up against a well-renowned European contestant who has paired with someone that she used to be close with, but she wins by changing her original plans to a new structure inspired by her childhood.
1: It's both the it's the That's movies. a very
0: specific description of both movies. Yeah,
1: literally that happens in both <laughs> I do not I d I d I don't I don't understand I just don't understand they were were they both Hallmark?
0: Uh, I believe they're both Hallmark. Now I'm second guessing myself, but as far as I'm aware they're both Hallmark. Definitely um Sweetest Christmas is Hallmark. Um I'll double check the other one, but I'm pretty sure they're both Hallmark. Um, sweetest Christmas has Lacey Chabert in it from, uh, Party of Five, and Wild Thornberries, Mean Girls, Lost in Space. She the original voice of Meg Griffin and Family Guy. Um. Whereas, the other one has Tia Mowry, who is one half of Tia and Tamara, A.K.A. Sister Sister. Um. So two pretty well known. Child, oh no, no, yeah, no, I think T and Tomorrow is still kind of just stars. I think they were at their height in their uh, teen years, but that's still a child star basically, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And New Red Romance, I'm pretty sure it's Hallmark also. Maybe it's not.
1: They felt, they felt cheap.
0: Yeah, I do, I definitely agree with the ratings that The Sweetest Christmas <laughs> is the better of the two movies. <laughs> Um, but I think a large part of that... Yeah, know, they're both Hallmark. Both Hallmark Channel oh, movies. I knew it. Um, the A large part of that is that, like, in um, a gingerbread romance, everyone is phoning it in. Like, the writing is bad, but also none of the actors give a shit about what they're doing. They're just getting a paycheck. In The Sweetest Christmas, Lacey Chabert, despite having been, like, very successful and now only doing Hallmark movies... She is like giving it her all, so like you know, all all credit to Lacey Chabert because she uh she carries that movie. She she treats it like it's a real movie. Um and without her doing actual acting in it, I don't think it would stand up. Um I mean not that it's a fantastic movie to begin with, but I think it is significantly improved by the fact that she treated it like it was you know, any other real production.
1: I is, guess I have to get into it. Um,
0: is it rant time? It's rant...
1: The, o- the rant's loading, Get folks. Get
0: ready, guys. It's rant o'clock.
1: Um, I'll get into the technical stuff first. The cinematography of both these movies is absolute hot garbage. Um, all you get in both of these movies is either... Extreme close-ups of random stuff, or like TV, like not even sitcom, like TV drama close-ups, where you can't see more than like it's either it's either like just switching between people's faces so they can just get the 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 scenes done. Like there was a scene in in. Um, uh, uh, gingerbread Romance where it is uh, Taylor who's the main character and her boss Linda and they are sitting across from a table from each other and instead of having a if, if I was in this you know if I was directing and I had the cinematography there you would have it so you could the camera can see both the characters or at least they're in the same shot together mm. and There were sequences in this where it's just, like, reactions. Oh, I'm going to, you're going to do this. Okay. And then this happens. Yes. You're like, who, who thought this doesn't, they don't even look like they're in the same frigging room as each other.
0: Yeah. It's also the dialogue is so wooden in that
1: movie. In both movies, the dialogue was garbage. The cinematography was garbage and the dialogue was garbage. Yeah. Um, I think the Swedish Christmas, the Swedish, the sweetest Christmas Mm -hmm. had better cinematography. Like, they didn't get, like, a graduated film school student to be doing it. Mm. Um, but there were just some weird angles, like, uh, spoilers, but...
0: I mean, I think I spoiled it already by...
1: The entire story. ...giving you the entire storyline
0: in one sentence.
1: Um... The, that sequence where, uh, oh my god, Nick comes in to see Alex proposing to, I can't even remember what her bloody name Kylie. is. Kylie. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, I took down the names because I knew I would forget them.
1: Yeah. And you get like an, uh, from bottom of looking up at a balcony of him looking down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, where did he come in? Like, did he just come and into no, a building she, and then she just...
0: goes? she goes upstairs to follow him, and he's outside and she's looking down at him from a balcony. Yeah. So, did, like, how does that building work? Do they have to go upstairs to come through and back down?
1: It doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, just, like, in this, the way they've set up the scenes, like, it's just... It's just so frustrating as a person who loves movies being... Borderline forced, um, by, I love you, but borderline forced <laughs> to watch these hot garbage platters shoved into my friggin' face, and everyone is obsessed with fucking Christmas! It's like, it's like, it's like Christmas is a drug and they're all crackheads.
0: Yeah, it's really weird, cause there's like a whole, um...
1: Are there Valentine's movies that hold makes? Yes, make
0: yes, 100%. Uh, I think they do the Thanksgiving movies and Easter movies and like all sorts of stuff. There's, um uh yeah there's there's a lot of them um there is a another podcast i'm trying to remember, i think it's just called hallmark greatness i'm sorry if i got the name of your podcast wrong but they do it like they all year round
1: jesus they Christ, they, re- they do them.
0: they do this they watch and review so this is like their season because there's Mother so many Christmas movies um, um but they cover all the ones I mean if you want we can start doing them at Valentine's Day
1: but I Please, think Please
0: no. Restricting them to Christmas might be uh,
1: Yeah, I'm best
0: for your sanity.
1: Uh, it's like I like a lot of bad movies. Mhm. Right. I think I think it's a it's a it's a male thing. What? Liking just shitty
0: No, I love shitty movies.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like I like it's a very...
0: You know that I go to, like, screenings of the room and throw spoons at the screen. Yes, I'm, right? I'm aware of the spoon in our In our previous episode, we talked about me watching Samurai Cop. Like, yeah. You know, I... Yes, it, I don't think it's a male thing.
1: It's just... A, a, in general, watching bad movies, enjoying bad movies because they're bad, mm-hmm. there is a difference between intentionally making a bad movie like Birdemic comes to mind, Troll 2 comes to mind, like they are...
0: I don't think Birdemic, I don't think they intended it to be bad.
1: Maybe Jesus
0: Christ Vampire Hunter is intended to be bad. Yeah. And they do a good job because I think sometimes when you're intending to be bad, you don't do a good job of intending to be bad, of like being bad. It's just bad. It's not so good it's bad or so bad it's good. Um, I think Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter is a good example of they intentionally made a so bad it's good film.
1: The issue that I had with both of these films, and it was rife in both of them, is they... It, like you said, there's a single dad, and they both have kids. Mm-hmm. And there's no point in time where the child's dialogue is believable. Yeah. Um,
0: I think Bobby in The Sweetest Christmas has some lines that are a little bit more
1: Bobby honestly real. came off as... On the spectrum. Very heavily on the spectrum. Um... I can't remember the girl's name.
0: Um,
1: Brooke. Brooke was like a... See, the issue was, is like, when you deal with single parents... The children are very, very attached to the, especially when it comes to fathers, they're very attached to the fathers, mm. especially when it comes to little girls. Right. Some random woman walking into this girl's life and then getting the attention at Christmas time from her father yeah. isn't going to be met with, oh, you're so awesome. Hey, I'm just going to like put some like, random wedges in here so you like a force together. Ha, ha ha. That's not a child's logic. It's like you're trying yes. to steal my friggin' father back away. <laughs> not I'm going to encourage you and invite you know. to there's, stuff. There's, like. There's,
0: there's people who no, want that to like, parent trap their parents. <laughs> there is
1: that is only exists on television. Um yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's it's not really but also like she there's like scenes where she just keeps Doing like a bad fake giggle on repeat yeah so they said oh this in this part you have to giggle so she goes he 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 it's like it's like what is happening like that's not a real Laugh! What is going on?
1: Why is everyone subsisting Christmas?
0: Yeah, I thought that was funny because I took a note about that in. Oh. Uh, we were watching a gingerbread romance because there's a there's a moment where she's like, I think it's when she decides not to spoil it, not to take the Paris job or whatever. She's, uh, she's like, you know, it feels like Christmas here, and it's like, yeah, Christmas is like twelve days, like or you know, so you know, you might celebrate it for a month maximum. Like it's not. The whole year, you okay. can't base where you're gonna live based on it feels like Christmas when it's Christmas.
1: Uh, what I'm what I am gonna do now, um, to, to you the audience at home and to you Lisa mm-hmm. is I'm going to jump in and we're gonna dissect both these main characters. Okay. So Taylor works for a architecture firm. She's mm-hmm. an architect. Yeah. She travels a lot and is very close with her neighbour. Um like weirdly close with her neighbour. I think
0: her neighbor is just like her only friend.
1: Yeah, which is the impression I got. Yeah. Um The
0: Her parents are
1: Oh don't no no Her parents are an
0: international lawyer and a diplomat.
1: Bullshit. And that's what why, a crock of shit.
0: That's why she moved around so much as a child and why her parents live in Singapore and she can't spend Christmas with them because they're in Singapore.
1: <sighs> that bit, like, I almost... I paused the movie. Yes,
0: you got very it, angry. It
1: just... Because it, it, we, we... Me and you have a running joke. Mm. Uh, this came up when we were trying to buy a house together, uh, buy a home together, and... Um, it reminds me of the running meme you may have seen it, may have not the meme of um, there was a TV show where it had a young couple, young professional couple going out and looking at houses and they always had the most ridiculous jobs and it's like, I volunteer part time in an animal rescue and my husband breeds salamanders our budget is 1.2 million dollars and you're like, <laughs> fucking how? <hell." laughs> um, but the point being is that is the most Bullshit made up like, how do we explain the fact that she can't visit her parents uh, and why they're living in Singapore? Oh, and she's an international. What the fuck is an international lawyer?
0: International lawyer. I don't because know. Because countries
1: I, have different laws, so therefore she'd have to know the law of every single country that she has to yeah, practice. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that, that. I don't know how the bar yeah. exam works in other countries, but I'm pretty sure you had to pass the test in the country you're practicing law in. Okay.
0: You, you like, asked a question and then ranted over me trying to answer it. My assumption was that she works in human rights. And she's, like, a human rights lawyer.
1: And her, her dad just happens to be a diplomat.
0: I mean, it would make sense that they might have met
1: through,
0: like, UN.
1: No. No. It takes years... Diplomats not a job you can just be like, oh, I'm going to go to college to become a diplomat. That's not how it that is. works. Say
0: so you went to no, 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 college to become Because, a diplomat.
1: because have... it shows them her being really young and them also leaving again and talking about the previous year. Mm-hmm. Like a diplomat stays in a country for a long extended period of time. They wouldn't be just like right. flying in and out of America. Yeah, she talked
0: about she lived in Prague for two years with them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Like living multiple years in countries. That makes sense. But, like, oh, he's in Singapore now. Like, who, who, who earns more on that position? Who, whose career do you put first? Or is it just, I'm pretty sure a diplomat just gets told where you're going.
0: I'm just, sorry, I'm looking up what Amal Clooney's job is.
1: And I'm also pretty sure you have to speak the native <laughs> language as well when you're a diplomat.
0: Yeah. So does
1: this guy just, like, speak 16 different languages? Like, I'm, I'm just chitting on the... I'm not having a go So,
0: Amal Clooney completed a judicial clerkship for the International Court of Justice in 2004. So, there is an International Court of Justice. I, she's the only person that I knew was, like, an international lawyer. Okay. Um, so, it is a real thing, I guess. Uh, international Court of Justice, also known as the World Court is one of the six principal organs of the United Nations. See? So it would make sense. She was obviously, as an international lawyer, working for the United Nations. He's a diplomat, also involved in the United Nations, and that's how they met, through the UN. That makes sense. Maybe they were older having kids because they were both focused on their careers. They are
1: not older.
0: Okay.
1: They are not older parents. Okay. They look 40, yeah. maybe.
0: It's true, because she, like, when she's... They look look very young still when she's, like, almost 40. Yeah. So, I don't know. Listen, but at least the job is, like, a real, a potentially real thing.
1: It was the worst plot hole of both the movies. It's just, like, the throwaway. Oh, yeah, my mum's an international lawyer and my dad's a diplomat. Like, couldn't you just be like, oh, they're retired and now living in Singapore? Like, that... There's a closed closed door. Like, there's not a giant, like. What? One
0: of them was, or one or both of them was involved in the army, so that's why they moved countries. Yeah. Because I I know people whose parents were in the army and, you know, they moved to different bases around the world.
1: But just, oh my god, like, oh, just.
0: Not that it would make sense for U.S. Army people to be stationed well, in Well, they can Singapore. be doctors.
1: Why well, can't they be doctors without borders? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like, medicine. if you... are Because, here's the thing, because I just feel like, because... Because this is a Hallmark movie where predominantly the main characters are African Americans. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were just trying to write in a way where it, it makes them seem magical. And that is, like, a racial stereotype of magical black people that came out a long time ago, and a lot of movies have been criticized for that. But I'm getting off topic here. Taylor is a bitch. True. And I wrote it down many times. Yeah,
0: oh, she 100% is. Uh, I think what I... I think I was less bad to her. I think what I wrote <laughs> was, wow, she's shitty at interacting with other humans, is what I wrote about her.
1: Um, um, there's um, a sequence where... So, spoilers um for jumping around in the movie but uh no
0: one cares no,
1: no, one, one, no one very knowledge-
0: few people are gonna watch these movies yeah
1: please don't um
0: especially not this one yeah if you're gonna watch one of them watch the sweetest christmas don't. because lacey chabert is like a given her all in that movie
1: why would she bother i don't
0: know uh, like she obviously, <laughs> you know maybe you know dedication to the craft you know even if you're in a, you're a Hallmark movie.
1: Christmas movie, <laughs> and you're like, "This is gonna be my Oscar."
0: <laughs> no, but you know, this is proving that I'm not like giving up on my on my career, and maybe I'll get a better job out of it. I don't know, or maybe she just really cares about them. Mm. Who knows?
1: Anyway, this the sequence, so like, so they both revolve around gingerbread competitions. Yes. Taylor, if she wins this gingerbread competition, is going to be given the head of the Paris office office and Kylie is going to get 25 grand to start her own business okay when was when were these movies were these these are recent right yeah
0: uh, yeah to 2017
1: 2018 25 grand ain't going to get you shit in this economy
0: no and she um, was denied a loan it's already
1: yeah as well. okay so that's not fun yeah so um there's a sequence where she gets and I'm saying this with air quotes because you can't see them at home. Volunteers who are just the receptionist from her work, yep. her next door neighbour, and an unpaid intern from also their office. Right. Plus, a, it, plus a child. Plus a child. <laughs> and because the, the reason that I call Taylor a bitch is because she goes, she guilts Adam into helping her build this, because she's originally set up with a. Um, a very very prominent French uh, female chef. Oh my god! Hang on, no, I, I'd forgotten until now. Okay, so when she's introduced, she's wearing a chef's jacket. For those who don't know, I was in hospitality for six and a half years. I was a qualified chef at eighteen. That is not the way you wear a chef's jacket. Right. Also. They're assembling food in the dining area, which is also wrong.
0: I was going to... I thought I, I thought we were going to dissect the characters like you said, and then one of the questions I wanted to ask you later on was your thoughts on um, kitchen etiquette, and oh, especially just, health and safety. Oh, my
1: God. The health and, and safety is, is terrible. The hygiene is absolutely atrocious. There's a, there's, a, there's a... So Kylie's plan... Kylie's plan is to build all of the Santa village and she does that and then she decides to let her nieces eat it and then there's a moment before the nieces eat the entire Santa village not that that would probably give the the children early onset diabetes um, because it is an entire village folks it takes up like a friggin uh, 60 by 90 centimetre square table um, Bobby's face he's like helping her, and his literal face is, like, leaning, skin-touching icing of the, like, the, the clock tower that's in the center of town, like, like, did the person who was behind, like, whoever was operating the camera not just be like, hey, Bobby, like, cut, like, Bobby, move your face out of the icing <laughs> for the scene to continue? No, they just left it in there, fuck it. Like, who gives a shit? But...
0: Well, so it's a good thing though, that they didn't enter that
1: one in the competition. The the sequence where Taylor walks because she has to go meet the the chef that the office is organised with, mm. and you instantly see like, um, um, I won't use the word, but um, in in a in a and with with two men interacting in the same level as like I'm in charge, and the other person thinks they're in charge, and the other person thinks they're in charge moment. It's a dick-waving contest. Right. That happened, except the female equivalent. Okay. Where Taylor walks in and she's just like, I'm in charge of everything and you'll be listening to me. And the French lady's just like, what? Yeah, yeah. No, that's not the conversation I had with your boss. Yeah. I'm in charge, you're just here to give me an idea. Yeah. And... Instantly, she just signs up with their competing firm. And I completely agree with her because if I was working in a kitchen and had been approached by any company yeah, and then they were like oh we're going to send one of our like assistant people who's not actually super important because we just constantly send her away to different things she's like a project manager yeah, to come along and she walked out into, into my business yeah. and started dictating shit she's I terrible. would instantly quit too she also
0: like the you know the friend chef is like trying to get along with a version of like oh yeah what kind of experience you have okay. she's like oh no but don't worry I'll I'm really good at running the show and I'll be in charge of all this and she's like oh You'll be in charge. She's yeah. like, yeah, I'm really good at being in charge. She's like,
1: what? Yeah. Um, so that whole sequence annoyed the shit out of me. Um, made Taylor really unlikable as a character. Yes. Which basically meant I spent the rest of the movie rooting against her. Yes. But of course, it's a Hallmark Christmas movie, so she has to win anyway. And I will get into that momentarily. But holy shit, what just... The unprofessionalness between in front of her friends, in front of the child, and w- between Adam, where Adam's like, "No, no, no, you're in charge of making the design. I'm actually baking it," and they're like, "Oh, you know, will they? Won't they?" Like Ross, Rachel bullshit the entire movie, and it's just like Adam didn't deserve it. Like yeah. Taylor walks into his life because he, when he did, Okay, so.
0: Now, in fairness, they they both are in the wrong with the cake delivering to situation. Because he, he the reason they meet in the first place is he delivers a cake to her office that he because made for the their office the, Christmas party. the
1: the actual competent person that works there is organised a Christmas party, yeah. and then Ray Ray's who Adam works for yeah. is the one that's catering it.
0: Yeah. Um. And Adam puts the cake down on a table, not realising that he's putting it directly down on architectural plans he shouldn't have done that that stupid he should have said where do you want me to put this and put this you know somewhere like in, or in a kitchen or something not just like on someone's plans on a desk made no sense and then he wipes icing or frosting across the plans and then she like is such a dick to him yeah because he did that i mean i understand that she's stressed but she's not she doesn't react like she's stressed she's just like reacts like he's totally beneath her yeah. And it's like how could this incompetent fool have touched my plans um she's such a dick yeah. She's a dick for the whole movie, and she doesn't get better. Yeah. She does not improve. There's no, like, character arc where she, like, learns the meaning of Christmas or whatever, you know? She just is a dick for the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's terrible writing. Yeah. Like, she has no redeeming qualities, and yeah. you're supposed to be like, la, 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 Hallmark yeah. Christmas. And, and like, it's I like said, Because, again, it's one of those, like, predominantly African-American cast movies. You're just like, you should be doing better. Um, like, you can make white people treat people like shit because that's what people are used to. But when you have the opposite, it's like you're not, you're I mean, not helping or doing more damage.
0: Maybe it's the equality that they're just going to make a shit movie no matter who's in it. But also, like I said, Tia Mowry is um, just totally phoning it in. Yeah. She doesn't do any actual acting for the whole movie. She just, like, says lines. She just lines.
1: says lines, yeah. She might as well have done the Johnny Depp thing. Watch thing. He just puts an earpiece in, and people read him the lines off off things so he doesn't have to read, listen, learn them, and that's how he can make like movies. <laughs>
0: Probably couldn't afford to put an earpiece. True. In. Um, yeah. Just
1: was, yeah. T- <sighs> like she guilt trips Adam into helping her, mm-hmm. treats him like shit, and then by the end of this movie, you're like they've known each other for eleven days, and she does the whole like. I'm giving up my dreams of moving to Paris and taking control. I'm going to stay here with you.
0: And it's like, you've known
1: each other for 11 days. How about be like, I'm going to go try out Paris. We'll stay in contact. We'll see how we like, if we still want to be seeing each other. And then I will see in six to nine to 12 months time, how we're doing before I give up on this thing I've been working for for multiple years. Because I met some cute dude with it like... He, Adam's got priorities that aren't Taylor's friggin' whims of, you know, oh, she's going to be in charge of this other project that Linda just pulled out of her butt. Like, mm-hmm. bullshit. That's not how it works in the real world.
0: Um. Yeah, so she literally throws away her dream job for a guy that she met less than two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, barely knows. And literally, the only reason she does it, like, they haven't even... There's, there's no, like... Dating or anything that's happened? Oh it's, no. It's literally just no. that he invited her over for Christmas. No no no. So no. then they then they kiss when when she comes over. What are you saying no 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 to?
1: The problem I had with both of these movies, they're mm-hmm. both about high risk, high reward, gingerbread making competitions.
0: Yes. That's the problem.
1: Christmas romance, they spend majority of their time on dates rather than making anything that's related to gingerbread. They were like oh we have to get we have to get on this right away and then the next scene they're friggin ice skating
0: right that's true yeah they did do that it was like we're gonna get your mind off this by going ice skating together
1: yeah that's not how that's yeah. not how it works like I had friends who used to compete in here in Wellington at the food show yeah yeah and they spent every spare waking moment mm-hmm. working on their projects yeah. because they had to work at the same time yeah like.
0: Yeah. That's the, the the thing that annoyed me the most about the Swedish Christmas, is that she has a full-time job.
1: Yeah, as a receptionist at her ex, yeah, exes mean, slash wannabe fiancé's real estate company. True.
0: It's not a great job, but she has a full-time job, and she has deadlines that she's meeting, because she's event planning their whole Christmas party, Yeah. And she, and so she has this whole full-time job. And then she drops it all to do this Christmas thing, you know, the the competition. Um, and she, but she doesn't even do it. She spends her whole time just like shopping with, uh, you know, the, the head chef and, you know, Rather, like, Ralphie. Ralphie, yeah. And Ralphie,
1: ha- the only actually decent character yeah, in the he's, entire movie. He's good.
0: Ralphie, okay, what we needed from a gingerbread romance is just all Ralphies. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, you know, she's spending time making cupcakes for the kid and doing all this stuff and, is, and buying a Christmas tree. And she loses track of time to the point that she's over an hour late to organise the Christmas party she's organising and hasn't organised the catering and has yeah. to do that, like, while the party is ongoing.
1: And then they just orders pizza from Nick.
0: Yeah. And it's like, she's... What is happening? Yeah. I just don't understand, like, you know, that she has this full-time job that she just suddenly never has to go to.
1: See, the the reason I had an issue with it is because we were 56 minutes into the movie before she started making anything related to the competition.
0: Yeah, and then she threw that out on the day before the competition. Yeah. And made her new one in 12 hours before. Based
1: on Nick's childhood thing, which was a...
0: It was It was a, a where they a had carousel, their... carousel. Yes, yeah, where they had their first kiss. So, sorry, context... In Gingerbread Romance, the the two love interests meet each other for the first time um, because of the competition, but in The Sweetest Christmas, um, they were high school sweethearts and who then, went to culinary oh school together. God. And then they've rekindled.
1: And the reason they broke up was Nick's mother died.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, her mo- his mother died and then... Kylie's response to that was breaking up with him, so she could, he could spend more time with his dad. Yeah. So your high school sweetheart, think about this. Think about this, folks. Your first love, the first person you even fell in love with. Your mother passes away, and the stability you need in your life. Where your mother passes away, your girlfriend breaks up with you, thinking she's helping you.
0: Yeah, and she and they were in. or
1: him yeah him yeah Yeah. so they
0: were in they were high school sweethearts they went to prom together and then they went to culinary school together so they were still dating in culinary school so that it's a several year it's not like they dated for a couple of months in high school like this is years
1: it's not summertime fling Greece style
0: yeah this is this is years like committed
1: went to prom like you know
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. they had had plans together for their future and then his mum died and she was like oh well because she lived in a different town at that point i think and he was traveling to see her and she decided it would be better for him if they if he didn't have to come see her and so rather than be like let's make a plan that i go see you
1: yeah instead of her pretentious (laughs) up herself ass going and traveling and seeing him she's just like i'm just gonna break his heart
0: yeah just break up with him and
1: then he did this the thing that a lot of people do is he probably after getting over his mum passing away and this relationship? He would have seeked out some sort of positive reinforcement because, like in most movies, that for some reason dads are just shit at being good parents without the mother in the picture mm-hmm. and. Therefore, he would have just fallen into some other woman's arms. And you understand that because they're divorced, so they weren't compatible in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But they brought a child into the world, probably thinking, like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like, this friggin' society, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And the mother is mentioned, like, three times in the entire movie.
0: Yeah, so they're divorced, um, which they don't say...
1: And Bobby's been in they the entire... S- t- they
0: spell it out because yeah. they can't say the word divorce in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> no, I think... Do they say... I, mean, I think it says ex-wife at one point. Yeah. I think he says ex-wife at one point and then it says D-I-V-O-R-C-E at another point. Um, and that's how you know it's not... Whereas in um, a gingerbread romance, Adam's wife had passed away. Um, so, Yeah a difference there um Back yeah. to
1: one of your earlier questions
0: this is about health and safety
1: this is about just hospitality in general
0: hospitality yeah okay. yeah because there's a lot of kitchens in these movies yeah. and you have a lot of experience in kitchens
1: taylor is told by adam in uh, christmas romance uh, christmas jesus gingerbread romance yeah that her job is to be an egg timer and, and she fails at that instantly, because immediate- she's just giving him shit the entire time. It's
0: amazing, because he says, like, oh, your job is... as my Because he calls her a sous chef, and then he says, your job is to uh, keep an eye on the time for yeah. the thing. And she's like, oh, so I have the job of an egg timer? Thinking, like, it's beneath her, and then she immediately fails.
1: Fails it, yeah, because she can't. She's incompetent. Yes. Um, the... She's
0: also, like... Rude. A, well, she's not a good architect. Yeah. She's a, a really shit architect, actually.
1: Because yeah. the only times you ever see her doing any architecture it is a it's a rect it's a rectangle
0: yeah and then and but she's also not even listening to him about the structure of it yeah she's a terrible architect and in the end like uses a drawing she made when she was like nine and it's like this is the best architecture i've ever done it's like if you work for an architecture firm as an architect and the best architecture you've ever done was a, a crayon drawing you did when you were nine years old you're not a
1: good architect. My favorite part was she was just like, I've just come back from working on a 10-story condo and blah, 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 like um, Honolulu or something. And okay. it's just like, and you're arguing with the person you begged to help you Yeah. about the consistency of the building materials you're building the most ridiculous over-the-top gingerbread house, which is... By the way, folks, in this competition, like, in, um, the sweetest, Swedish, the sweetest Christmas, it is a, just a piece. Like, it's on a pedestal, it's like, um, blown away, uh, which is a show we really like, which Mm -hmm. is, they're making, basically you're making art out of gingerbread. Yes. This competition is to make a physical house... That has to be 80% edible. Yeah. And she's arguing with the person who's baking yeah. friggin' giant chunk. Like, she wants, like, giant concrete flat slabs.
0: Yeah, she wants, like, really thin slabs of of, of yeah. gingerbread to hold up an actual, like, house-side structure that people can stand inside. Yeah.
1: And it's, he tells
0: her multiple times it's not going to work. And then yeah. it's like, fine, I'll do it. And then it doesn't work. And she's like, oh, no, but there's cracks in it. And it's like, yeah, he literally told you it wasn't going to stand yeah. up.
1: Um, <sighs> so that was, yeah, she, and, okay, so.
0: Catering.
1: Catering. <laughs> <laughs> hospitality. <you>. Hospitality. <laughs> hospitality, catering, kitchen, kitchen um buzzwords uh bu- 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 the person we watch all the time on youtube across morocco is constantly wearing a timer why because it is literally one of the first things they teach you and, and this is not like like um le cordon bleu folks this is like polytechnic level catering cl- courses this would be like You've everybody's got a phone now. You just use a phone. That's mm-hmm. the easiest way to do it. Like yeah. even I do it. I do it when I'm baking bread. The point being,
0: I made gingerbread and I had had a timer every time. Yeah, exactly. I made so much gingerbread recently,
1: and he put them in the oven without setting a timer. Was he counting in his head the entire time? It's no. like oh, we have two minutes left. Based on what, bro? Yeah, I did. The, the amount of smoke that was in that oven, there was no minute with no. And they
0: didn't show a clock or anything that he like. If he pointed at a clock, yeah. with like there's two minutes left. Then it'd be like, oh, cool. She said, just has to watch that clock. Yeah. Like he didn't give her anything to time it with. Yeah. It was really stupid, but so I was. She was just
1: supposed to count to one hundred twenty in her head.
0: I was glad that he said it was six minutes because I found out that that's how long my gingerbread took. Nice. because the recipe said 10 to 12 minutes and yeah. I checked them at eight and they were cremated
1: yeah you never trust because that's the thing like people it's <laughs> the thing you learn early on is you never trust an oven until you learn the oven yeah because you will be like oh it's this much and then you'll check it and it'll be done or either it'd be like completely underdone or completely overdone it's yeah. never perfect the first time yeah. you have to learn your oven
0: so I had checked it like early and it was already cremated
1: I was like mm. Kylie, on the other hand, hanging out in Nick's p- pizzeria, who's the one that's just given up his, like, a giant chunk of their still-trading kitchen to a person who never wears any health and safety equipment, um, that's the other thing. The, the hygiene in these movies is just a, a dreadful. I think I mentioned it earlier, but yeah. it's absolutely Well, appalling. you talking about
0: the child's face being oh stuck to the
1: icing. He was just, like, half-submerged into the thing, and they're just like, yep, that's fine. Um... Kylie takes something out of the oven and burns herself, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty severe on screen because yeah. like
0: it instantly turned it, it,
1: it was instantly bright red. And neither of them do anything about like he gets I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be ice and wraps it up in a tea towel and hands it to you. Yes, that's incorrect., yeah. you run your hand under cold water because you're trying to cool down the flesh around the burn to make it less severe... Yeah,
0: I burned myself yesterday I did
1: that. You do not put ice on it. Because guess what? Ice is too cold. So you're going to be doing the opposite. You're doing even more damage to it.
0: You're going to burn it and then burn it... Yeah. Freezer burn it. And then
1: his response (laughs) to her getting a burn is like, oh, let's go outside and walk it off. (laughs) You can't walk off a burn! A burn on your hand? That doesn't make any... It's just terrible. (laughs) Um... I love Ralphie. Ralphie's like the best character in both of these. I was going to say all four of these movies, but that's not correct. Um, both of these movies, and he's given shit by Nick because he's a snacker. Mm. And the, you do get that type of people in the yeah. kitchen when if you don't watch after them, they will eat things. I mean, and they're not supposed to. That eat. probably would be me. I have watched you eat stuff while you've been making food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the difference is, the professional chef doesn't do that. Yeah. Uh well that's a lie I've done it myself but the point being is like, you realize you do it and then you wash your hands.
0: Right. Yeah. You don't go back to touching the stuff.
1: I've never there was not a singular scene in this in these movies where anybody did like any basic hygiene yeah. and, like I understand that they're not gonna one eat a house, or two, eat the the carousel that Kylie makes, but. Adam's still working while he's like working on this project with Taylor. Mm-hmm. He's still in there with Ray's thing, making stuff, even though I, like there's a weird moment where it's like, oh, well, you've got leave. Take yeah, leave at the beginning he
0: says he's taking annual leave for it, but then she puts the name of his bakery, she puts Ray's, yeah. Ray's bakery as as the people who are doing Spons- it, even, yeah. even though it's not, it's just this one guy doing it in his spare time, and yeah. then they end up using the Ray's kitchen, and he's supposed to be working at the same time. And it's
1: confusing. And looking after his daughter, but they just happen to find... both of them in both these movies just happen to find friggin' babysitters like it a drop of a hat. Well, oh, we'll just get like this random hobo. He's not doing he's, anything to do. He's Look got after his... my underage child.
0: Adam's got his sister.
1: Yeah. And Which is a weird cause it's never like mentioned until he mentions it so in my mind i was like oh well this is weird is he gonna break she gonna break up the relation like this happy yeah, relationship? i
0: was like because i knew that you know he has to be a, a single dad he had to be a single dad for yeah. this to work so i was like all right i don't know who this woman is but at the moment they're trying to play it like maybe she's yeah brooke's mom but they don't want to say who she really is and then it's like oh yeah my sister And it's like okay
1: yeah cool Oh, uh, Kylie and I can't remember what sister. What was her sister's name, Lisa? Oh,
0: I didn't take down her sister's name. That's I don't think it was mentioned. Oh, stressful. no, it wasn't. Was it, it like Jill or Linda or something. No, Linda's in the Linda, other one.
1: Linda's in the other one. Oh no. Maybe it was Jill. The point being, I feel being, like it was
0: like a four-letter name.
1: Yeah, I've got to look it
0: up, and it's gonna be like Elizabeth or something, which is. My
1: point being, folks, if you remember back to, maybe you didn't. I don't know curriculums of every country. Um, there is, in when you have children, there are dominant genes and non dominant genes, and dark hair, dark eyes is a dominant genes. So if you have one child, um, this is the joke of in Incredibles about Violet.
0: Mm.
1: Both of them are blonde and she's got black hair. Right. It's like someone cheated. Um,.
0: Oh, is not Mr. Incredible. Which means someone cheated.
1: I mean yeah. H-
0: Helen wouldn't have gotten pregnant if Bob cheated. That's you don't not know how that. that works. You don't know that. I mean they are supers. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, Tina.
1: Tina. So I was right that it was a So Tina hand. is very fair, like Auburn, um, with hazel eyes, and Kylie on the other hand is like very dark. Her skin her skin's darker, her eyes are borderline, like they're not they're like I'd say milk chocolatey kind of colour. It's hard to describe, it, I don't know colours very well. Um, and her hair is way darker. I wouldn't say black, but it's not No, like, it's it's like my
0: colour. Yeah. It's a dark brown.
1: Yeah. Like the printer was like heavy on tone and very light on the older sister. Like it was very like there's a difference between, like, oh, you you actually look like sisters, and are you sure it's not the mailman? Um, uh, I don't
0: know, because, I mean, I've met plenty of families where the sisters are that, you know, or or family members are, are that dissimilar. You know, it happens.
1: Bone structure as well?
0: Have you, I mean, here's the thing, You've, you have met Phoebe and Isabel. Yeah. Did, would you have guessed they were sisters if you didn't know them?
1: Well... That's hard because I met them in the context of them...
0: Being sisters?
1: Being sisters. So that's...
0: (laughs) Well, one is... Is... Fair... You know, very fair, very fair hair. The other is slightly darker skin and much darker hair. And they've... I would say they've different... Different bone structures, different... You know, physicality overall. Like they're... What...
1: Well, how, you when when you. when did Ireland stop delivering <laughs> milk? Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, in fairness, they both look like both their parents. Yeah. Um, somehow, I don't understand how that works. That like they both look like both their parents, but you can, but they don't look
1: can super I point, alike. Can I other. point out to you mm-hmm. that the three of you that I've met are the
0: three of me? Oh God! The,
1: the th- your, your two brothers and yeah. yourself. There is no mistaking. You're not siblings.
0: <laughs> I've grown into that. I think people people used to not think I was related to them when we were growing up, because the two of them are very alike. Yeah, they are the same person, just a different That's heights. rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, they got that a lot growing up, and they still get it now. That they, you know, they look very alike. Yeah. Um, I didn't so much there was always a joke in my family that I was adopted I think as an adult why would I'm, you
1: adopt the middle child
0: I don't know it's a weird or that the wrong baby was taken on the hospital or that I was an alien because apparently I looked like E.T. when I was born okay um yeah my mom used to tell me when I was a kid that eventually they'd come back and take me back
1: um uh, Jesus
0: <laughs> she listens to every episode so she's gonna I'm gonna get an earful for that yeah but she did I say it like, she did say it if you want me to say something bad about it, dad, Mum, he used to tell us that my mom had buried all their previous children in the back garden. So
1: That's what they were digging up <laughs> whenever we were staying there.
0: Yeah, they did have, a, the they baby, have like a grave-shaped the hole. Baby
1: skeletons the baby for, skeletons for Halloween.
0: Apparently, my, my mom didn't know that he used to tell us that until I mentioned it as an adult. She so <laughs> was like, oh, you remember when this? And she was like, he what? Wow. But he did genuinely. He said it all the time. You know, if you're, if you're bad, you're going to be at the back with your older brothers and sisters where your mom buried them.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Um, which
1: is hilarious. Your dad is <laughs> definitely from the north. Um, <laughs> um, what, only
0: what Irish we people actually get that joke. Talking talking about? About? Well, from, sorry, he's only, he's talking about north of Dublin,
1: not yeah, Northern yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Different, um, different. Um, yeah, different north.
0: North side. Yeah. Um,
1: Just. What were we
0: actually talking about? Uh, siblings. The, just, oh yeah cuz my cousin my, my people used to think if I went out with my mom and my cousin people would think that she was my mom's daughter and I was the friend
1: yeah
0: cuz you've met Roshin yeah would you think she looks like my mom
1: the, the, there's definitely a family resemblance yeah it's strong genes on your mother's side.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why my um, my, you're, DN, you're, my DNA says I'm ninety six percent from the town my granddad grew up. Yeah, in, you
1: know. and and your younger brother and your uncle could be father and son.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, but there are yeah, like I said, there are strong and 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 like um Genetic traits, and it's just it, to me, it didn't feel like they played sisters very well, right? Um, she didn't have to be the sister,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, it just it was just weird that she was just constantly in their house. It was like
0: she lived in their house, yeah,
1: but it's just, it was, it was just, I
0: think it was supposed to be implied that that was because she was saving money for her startup. But if, I don't think it was ever expressly said. She just, she just for some reason. So here's her a here's test. a question,
1: right? Mm-hmm. She she needs twenty five thousand dollars.
0: Yeah.
1: She quit um, hospitality because and then because the restaurant closed. Went to work with her. Oh, by the way, Alex is one the owner or CEO or manager of this um, thing, and also her partner. And then his big romantic thing where they bump into Nick. And why the relationship? Because she thinks he's going to propose, and he just gives her a promotion.
0: Yeah, so it's their like, anniversary. They're going out for their anniversary it's dinner. It's so terrible. He keeps telling her it's it's really special. He hasn't told anyone what he's planned, so they he's keeping it very secret and under wraps. Uh, he says that they you know it's gonna she's gonna get a, you know, big news or something, and then like he brings her there with a blindfold on. He gets a tape, a special table, and gets rose petals on it. So, like, she is right to assume that he's going to do, like, a proposal. Yeah. Um, And then he offers her a promotion to office manager. And she's like, what? And what? then it, yeah. everything he talks about is about his business and about how good she's been for the business. Yeah. And none of it is about her as a person or their relationship or anything. And then she just kind of says, like, look, I think we've got totally different ideas about where this is going and blah, blah, blah.
1: See, it's interesting because... Kylie ruined Nick's life. Yes. And Alex treats her like a thing. Yes. And she's toxic for Nick because Bobby needs stability. Um, The fact that he doesn't spend any time during the entire movie with his mother, including Christmas time... um,
0: Even though he says that his mother does have Christmas decorations and a tree up and stuff, but his dad doesn't have time for it. Yeah. Because of the pizzeria. So he's been to his mother's house, and he knows she's got decorations up.
1: It's just so... just... The writing in these movies is just... It's hot garbage.
0: I do want to say that um, Alex does propose to Kylie. Yeah,
1: which is even more like...
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he like...
1: Yeah.
0: okay let me let me let me lay the foundations for you here he suddenly after they've broken up decides he wants to be supportive of her with this baking competition so he offers her sponsorship from the company um and off you know they'll pay for all of her um materials and they'll give her a kitchen to use and she says no i need to do this on my own even though she's not doing it on her own she's doing it with nick whatever and then he's talking to someone else and he's like oh i need to do like a big gesture so then he sponsors the godmother of gingerbread who would definitely win this competition and
1: just based on name alone and nepotism
0: yeah and would destroy um kylie's kylie yeah kylie's chances of um of winning and therefore destroy her chances of getting the money to do her start up her business yeah so he's literally like Massively sabotaging her And she's like Wow he must really hate me To do this But he's doing it So that he can use it To propose to her
1: You know that's a um, That's a personality disorder Yeah Like grand gestures Is a personality disorder Okay Like thinking That is one of the things That I really hate about Like this toxic environment uh, For young people's relationship That movies has created mm. uh, Exactly why we were Both shitting on the notebook The other day Right Um no 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 actually no offense to anybody who thinks the notebook is a good movie and and romantic it's toxic it's it's horrible as Um,
0: uh as the guys in cinema therapy would say fantastic for you if it's a movie that you like as like a guilty pleasure or like something you know just enjoyable trash yeah but if you idolize it as a real romantic thing that it's not good it's not actually romantic
1: Oh, I thought I saved the thing, but what I actually saved was a something I will not mention. Okay.
0: Um, um, but I do want to say I took down a quote um, from, but the quote wasn't from the film. Okay. I took down a quote, which is what Nick shouted out loud <laughs> to the TV. So there's a the moment when Alex proposes to Kylie. Um, she's like, "Oh, but you've sabotaged." because she hasn't copy yet that he's going to propose she sees like the ring and stuff inside yeah. the gingerbread house and she's like and one of the rules is that everything has to be edible except for one like battery operated thing and she's just like um you've ruined your chances to win by putting that in there and he's like i didn't enter the competition to win the competition i entered it to win you and nick shouted She's not a prize, bro. She's a human being, you chauvinist piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I just, yeah, I thought that was perfect. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to take that down. I did take down one actual quote from the film. which, Which was shortly after that when, you know, Nick has run away and Kylie is upset that she doesn't get to tell him how she feels. And then she's like, this is what she says. I have to tell him how I feel in the best way I know how. With gingerbread. And just like... Can I just say... Well done to Lacey Chabert for delivering that line and not... Not like... Just vomiting. Yeah, or like making it sound somehow like a human might say it.
1: Yeah. Um, the, the the moment that really pissed me off in, in that movie... Yeah. Of just terrible dialogue and terrible decisions from the director and the cinematographer and the writer was the moment where she leaves Nick a voicemail message, and then Nick's response is to... Literally in the same scene, folks, like we have a jump cut to Nick received, seeing his phone, having a notification that he's got a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Then he rings the voicemail, because we know, we we as the audience, know what's on the fucking voicemail, and yet it plays again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Why? Hi Nick, I just wanted to tell you that. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Oh, I got a voicemail. Hi Nick, I just wanted to. We. What the fuck? What was like the I point? Just
0: heard that yes. happen. Why did you play this twice?
1: You could have just been like, "Hi Nick," and like, and then trail off and like fade to black, and then next scene. Like that would make way more sense. Why you have to have him standing um, there, staring off into space, holding okay. a phone?
0: Let's devil's advocate. No. Maybe no, no. These are made for TV. Maybe one happens before the ad break. It doesn't. The other happens right after the ad break. Maybe that cut is the ad break cut. So she's left the voicemail and they need to remind you after three minutes of ads, after three minutes of people shouting at other brands about how terrible their brands are, we need to hear the voicemail again. So we go, oh, yeah, that's what she said.
1: Taylor and Adam's relationship was based on knowing each other for 11 plus days. So less than two weeks. And they're both
0: shitty. And Taylor especially is shitty. Yeah. Taylor's just a terrible person.
1: You go... For, and... and the, this, I can't stop saying it. It's a Swedish Christmas. The sweetest Christmas. Um, the... She goes from... Being the receptionist at her... Uh, I they don't live together. So girl, a boyfriend's job. Mm-hmm. Otherwise she'd be unemployed... Like literally he saved her to
0: Well he didn't save her.
1: Well no, no, was, no. I'm saying save like sorry, he gave her a job.
0: Yeah, but what but that was a controlling thing. Yeah. Do you not remember that? They yeah, outlined yeah. that that she that the she yeah. was a, a renowned chef at this uh restaurant, the restaurant closed and she was going to move to another place to get a, a similar job where she'd still be a high-level chef yeah and he literally got her the job in his office so that she wouldn't mm. leave the area because yeah, he wanted to keep her that's what i was
1: that's what i was implying that he saved her um a damsel in distress but bu- narcissistic bullshit
0: yeah it's really bullshit because he also there's a whole bit like where you know they go into the restaurant and he's like oh aren't you glad you don't have to do this anymore and she's like no no, her no. whole plan is
1: to yeah. keep doing this. Um And then she fight because the her the fact she was in the semi-finals for the Christmas the, the gingerbread competition was like stuck behind a plant and she has like seven days to get it done. So she goes from having a boyfriend who she hopes proposes to her mm-hmm. to breaking up with her to now dating Nick, in less than seven days.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's literally It's six days between the two. And by the end of it, they're dating again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Horrible writing. <laughs> terrible movies. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yeah, and
0: you... Here's the other thing. <laughs> I'm I out. Mean, I'm done. I don't understand it from the women's perspective in either thing, but I really don't understand it from the men's perspective in either movie because it, in both cases they are a single father to a small child and they yeah well i guess small what eight, eight to 12 year old children um if you're a single parent yeah, to yeah. a 10 year old you're not gonna like be like introducing your 10 year old to this person that you've known yeah, for five exactly. days and dated you know um like you're gonna be real like you the have stranger to have so
1: danger like, bringing yeah. this random people into your house. You
0: have to have some kind of, like, actual... And I get it with Nick, I guess, he can introduce Bobby to her because they met. she met Bobby when Bobby was a child, with, like, a, a baby. Yeah. And has not seen him in years. It's not quite the same thing because they're introducing as old friends, old people who yeah, know each yeah. other. But, like, even in that case, I would be saying, like, hey, let's test the waters between us before we let him know that there's anything going on. yeah. Um, You know, because I don't want to bring you in as, like, part of the family unless it's serious and we're definitely going to continue things because I have a child to look after. Yeah. And I need to be aware of their emotional well-being. And, you know, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Because both... Neither of them seem like shitty fathers overall. No. You know what I mean? So, you would think they would have some kind of awareness. But I think it's also implied in both cases that this is the first person they've dated since... Yeah,
1: which is also really, really dangerous.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, you need... you. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Can we have some trivia? I don't I'm, have any. You don't have any. There's, there's,
0: there's no... I like, what about budgets
1: and box I, office? IMDB...
0: <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't even bother. Um, IMDB trivia was lacking for both, and uh, I tried looking elsewhere, but found, like, nothing... Um, I do know that pretty much all of the trivia about um, the sweetest Christmas was about the mm. location because it's set in the town of Helen in Georgia, uh, but it's filmed in British Columbia um, in Canada. And Helen in Georgia apparently is like a Bavarian town with all like old Bavarian style homes in it, which none of. ...the buildings in the movie are, so...
1: Like... I stopped paying attention to the location, <laughs> honestly, like... Um,
0: and then the only thing I took down from the the other one... ...is that Tia was pregnant during filming. She was um, apparently pregnant for the whole thing. Well, I mean, yeah, that would make sense. She's pregnant for the whole thing. But, um... I don't know. Uh, like, what relevance is it, really?
1: No, 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 what to it. But...
0: There's no... There's nothing. There's just nothing <sighs> about these films... There's nothing interesting about them. There's nothing good about them. Except Lacey Chabert is like actually still trying to act and good on her, I guess. And I hope she gets roles in something better than Hallmark movies. Well, unless she doesn't want them. Unless she only wants Hallmark movies. Which guys keep keep doing them. Keep on trucking because... Here's Lisa
1: the th- will keep forcing me to watch them.
0: Oh, but what I was going to say is here's the, here's the thing. If we're going to keep watching Hallmark movies every Christmas and there's only one actor who's bothered to actually act in them... I'm quite happy to watch her again. You know what I mean? She's in a lot of them. I know what you
1: mean. I know what I'm feeling. Yeah. Just screaming and running for the hills. Well,
0: here's the thing. Both of these actresses are in other Hallmark movies, but I'm not looking forward to seeing any other movies with Tia Mowry in it, whereas I'd quite happily watch another Lacey Chabert movie.
1: I'm dead. You're dead. Died. Okay. Bury me.
0: All right. Let's let's wrap up then, because um, this is actually it's gone over an hour, which I wasn't expecting. I thought we because I
1: spent the middle part forty minutes ranting about how stupid both these movies are. Probably. Oh
0: yeah, no, I knew that was gonna happen, but I thought that, <laughs> I still thought it would only be forty-five minutes or so. All right. Um, if you want to hit us up on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at it takes two underscore pod, or on Facebook at it takes two pod. Our website is ittakes2.co.nz, you can find reviews on there, you can find other episodes, you can find links to our social medias, and you can find a link to our Discord, which we will also link in our uh, show notes, so please join our Discord if you have Discord, or if you're willing to get Discord, um, and you can join in episode discussions and uh, post photos of your pets and uh tell us how shit we are as podcasters or how great we are as podcasters or uh give us feedback or suggestions for episodes um and just have a chat
1: yep yeah That's i can't it. i can't i can't add anything to that
0: sweet all right well good take care man.
1: we'll catch you next time
0: <laughs> bye